Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, from the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Doctor Who After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424. 424- 256 1729. That's 424 256 1729. And now, another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Doctor Who After Show. <laughs> hey guys, Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another episode of Doctor Who. This time. We are doing the Christmas special, The Snowman. I'm very excited about this. Sorry, guys, that it took us so long, um, but it was Christmas, and we and weren't sorry working. that we're doing this on the night of the Golden Globes. Yeah. <laughs> we just didn't want to wait any longer, and also we may have forgotten that it was we the Golden Globes. We may have forgotten that it was the Golden Globes. Yes, just a little bit. It's okay. So. So we really we thank any of you guys who are watching tonight. We we thank you, and we are glad you were ignoring an award show to talk about Doctor Who. Exactly, but good on you, priorities, people. Uh huh. Well, Doctor Who's much cooler. Yes. So okay. Much cooler. <laughs> Ice cold, perhaps. Ooh. Like some snow. Let the buns buns puns. Let the, <laughs> let the puns fly. Fall. Each yeah. one an individual thing of beauty. I, I oh, like the buns better. Okay, the yeah. buns. Okay, <laughs> let's let's talk about this. First of all, how a how much do we love Clara? B <gasps> so love, much. Love, 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 love. It's really obnoxious how much I love this chick. Yes. Yeah. And how exciting is that she's still Oswin? What is she? Mm. The great intelligence. Mm. We don't know. I know. We don't yep. know. She is the girl who's twice dead. Yes. It's kind of cool. Okay. So Isn't and that also what it is? the legend of the girl who's twice dead. Yes. 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 Yeah. And I awesome. think it's interesting because some of the interviews that I'd read with her a while back, where she was saying, well. Like everything she was saying, I thought some of it was misdirection about you don't really know if I'm Oswin yeah. or not. I'm not going to say. But like now, if you read it, you're like, oh, oh you sneaky thing. She is mm-hmm. already. Can we also compliment just she is already perfected in terms of interviews the art of the tease, which yeah. as mm-hmm. you know, Jenna and I we interview people and like if you have not perfected the art of the tease, it can be very dull. Yes, you know, because they'll just say like I can't say. Yeah, no, say something that yeah. makes us titillated and excited, and exactly. yeah, it gives. Nothing away, mm-hmm. and then we will write something about you. Exactly. This is an early predi- early prediction. Tell she's going to be my favorite companion ever. Oh, I thought you had like yeah. a prediction no, no. about what. <laughs> oh no! And, like that's the, that's the wonderful thing about this is it's 
it's absolutely none of the the possibilities right. that I had thought of. I didn't no, think that neither. anything like this could have been possible. So I legitimately have no clue. Like I, I assume it's going to be the modern day Clara who travels with the Doctor for the rest of it. But what if she dies in every episode? She's Kenny, people. <laughs> oh my god, she is Kenny. Oh my god, oh you my killed god, Clara. they've killed Clara. <laughs> every single Again. Time. Well, here's the thing: is I think if they just have it be, you know, that she's the modern day and that she travels with the doctor. I'll be kind of disappointed, to be honest. I yeah. also don't want her to die every single episode because that does get <laughs> rather silly pretty quickly. But I want her to be this thing, as they've promised, unlike anything we've seen before. Yes. You know, I mean, there's yep. the mystery of, like, w- this... What was that? Let's talk about the great intelligence. Okay. Okay. I don't think it exists. I don't... No, I'm just, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, there's no way to resist What is that. your take on that and well, how it relates to Clara, if at all? Well, I'm not sure if it necessarily relates to Clara. I know it, it, it is it is an old villain from the classic series. Um, there not was an, to the rescue. Yes, there was an episode. Um, I believe it, it it wasn't just the snowmen, but right. the, it did involve snowmen. Okay, it showed up twice in in the classic series. What's interesting to me is that the Doctor acted almost as if he hadn't encountered them before yeah. when he had, and he mm. made a reference to. Uh, the London Underground, which was used in, I believe, the second episode that the Great Intelligence was involved in. Um, I don't think they're necessarily related, but it could it could provide an interesting link between these different consciences. It, that's what it felt like. But that's what it felt like to me. It felt like to me that they are related. It felt mm-hmm. like to me that maybe they're even two sides of a coin or something like that. Because mm-hmm. I don't think that Moffat would have introduced something that high concept if he's just going to let that be a villain of the week. Especially yeah. if it's a classic villain yeah. that he's dusting off for the first time. Right. And, I mean, there is the thing about, and we can get into this with predictions, I liked your dusting movement. That was really good. Um, But like as we get towards the 50th anniversary and all of the people who are coming back or not coming back, um, I think it would be interesting if that's when all of this stuff comes up again. Yeah. Yeah, because she feels like to me like the girl who's twice dead. She feels like to me an entity rather than just being sort of like reincarnated every so often and I happen to run into her. (laughs) She feels like to me like an entity because she seemed to have some awareness of her unique nature. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you remember, uh, well, Roth was here for it, but the episode City of Death that we watched, um, just to give you a, a bit of a a recap. Uh, Scaroff uh, was a uh, was a uh, uh, Jagaroff was an alien who, uh, at the dawn of time, or at least at the dawn of Earth, his ship exploded and basically created life on Earth. But his per- his consciousness was split across time, right. so he was existing at the same time so my in seven in, in like seven different time periods. Mm-hmm. And it could be something like that where where Clara somehow has been split across just, yeah. time mm-hmm. and uh, and these different versions of her die. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think that that's possible, certainly. I mean, I, I would just say this, that there seems to me that it's not just going to be that the, that the modern version shows up and that's that. Yeah. I think it will play out, which makes me happy mm-hmm. um, because, like I had said, I'd miss some of the, the serialized elements of the show. But he has promised that it's going to continue to be these movie poster episodes. We've talked about this before for the remainder of the season. So I think he's going to be able to bridge that gap a yeah. little bit. We've got a we've got a modern day technological thriller. We coming. do. We have a ghost mm-hmm. story in yes. the Cyber Minute. Sounds like 
that oh, Neil Gaiman has combined so the Cybermen with the ghost. Or actually, isn't is the ghost story not right before the Cybermen? No, it it, it, it is, is the, the Cybermen episode. It's the twelfth episode of the season yeah. before the fiftieth anniversary, anniversary episode. Um, and uh, we're also going to get a cracking great uh, detective story featuring Madame Vastra yes. and Jenny and Strax. I love but them. Wait a minute, Jenny. Here's the other thing, you guys. Isn't uh, is doesn't everybody sort of reunite in the fiftieth episode? From I was looking and it looked like they popped back in in the 50th episode did they show well. confirm did it was it has it been confirmed that any of the footage shown in that tease of the upcoming season that any of that was the, from the 50th anniversary well, episode well i looked online and it looked it listed the episode and this could be incorrect because the internet is never wrong obviously <laughs> what? But it listed, what are you talking about the internet is always up. right the internet You're is messing with my brain right. but it listed <laughs> the episodes that they were in and it had Strax and Jenny in the and i i am believe Mrs. Vestra as well in the finale now, again, could be inaccurate. I don't know. But it seems like it's going to be a massive monster mash. Yeah. yeah. i just like to point out that Father Wizard just said everyone named Jenna is adorbs. But also he said the doctor <laughs> He also said um, the doctor said the name of the great intelligence and rang a bell at Clara's funeral. Um, and um, the geek Matt would like to know who we want to see in the 50th. I, yeah, that's a, that's a, well... The I, finale, it says that River Song is popping up too. Right. Yeah. In the finale for sure. Yeah. And I know that some people have issues with River Song, but I like her. I no. like her too. And, and she's crucial to this version of the show. Yeah. If you're going to have, she, wh- whether you like her or not, she's part of canon. She's part of the history. Yeah. And, uh, you know, giving the doctor a proper romantic foil has been, it was a big, big leap for mm-hmm. the show. Other than in Doctor Who the movie, that hasn't really. Yeah. Or Rose, really, for that well, matter. Rose. Yeah, there's yeah Rose. but but outside of the companion relationship. But Rose, and, he, he and Rose never hit it. That's true. That's a very good you point. Know, you well, hope that as a married human couple... Do- human Doctor and Rose <laughs> probably hit it. They probably oh, hit yeah. it. Oh, they yeah. probably hit it. But, I mean, could but, you could you be her and not hit it? No. No. Obviously not. No. But you, but you, hope, you hope that being married, <laughs> that he and River Song have hit it. Let me ask you a question as a woman, Jenna. Yes. I think this will create some interesting, an interesting dynamic because the he flirting, and, yes, the nonstop because, flirting, yes, the because, kiss uh-huh. and the, the, kiss. the chemistry uh, behind the that chemistry. kiss because oh, they have this yeah. explosive mm. Matt Smith. And Jenna, and Jenna and Louise, Louise, Col- Louise Coleman have this explosive <sighs> chemistry oh, yeah. it's just there, you know? Yeah. And then it's in the characters. The kiss has happened. So when River Song pops back in... She's what, not going to be happy. She, I'm just saying. Happen? She's yeah. going to be pissed off because... Jilted spouse. Ooh, jilted. No, yeah. Hell yeah. hath no fury. Like I know. A woman scorned. But l- let me say this. He has kissed now. He kissed the dead Oswin. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, he's, the, the other yeah. one's not going to know that they ever kissed. He's kissing the hell out of which is a we, really, no, no, we don't know that. Yeah, oh, we yeah, don't know that because it true. could come back up. There yeah. could be new, yeah. you know. But we don't know. it's a very interesting way to start off a potential romantic pairing. Who I, I mean. Obviously, in the 50th anniversary episode, I would love to see an appearance of a past doctor. I know that it's difficult to pull off, and there's that so the, expla- the explanation for it will likely be such garbage. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way to explain it properly. But who I really, really want to see in the 50th, I would like to see the new master. Now, I heard a rumor over the break that, that it was Benedict Cumberbatch. No, that it was that John Sim was coming back. <laughs> well, I'm that kidding. That John, that, <laughs> I, I know. But like, I mean, how awesome would that be? But I know it won't be. It won't be. That would be. Wonderful. He's very busy. But yeah. <laughs> since the show is now bigger than it's ever been, yeah, I want to see what level, what level cal- caliber actor they can get to play the master. Yeah, and yeah. what Moffat's master 
looks and sounds like. Well, yeah. you know, it would be sort of interesting because obviously Moffat is the showrunner on Sherlock as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I wonder, but he, they just had to reschedule Sherlock because Benedict Cumberbatch is so in demand right now. He had so many... Um, I demand him. I demand him every day. Mm-hmm. Um, he had so many scheduling conflicts. <laughs> but I mean, now that I've said it, I'm like, well, maybe it is possible. I mean, it's the same showrunner. If, it's if one episode. Not, it's one episode. Come on, Cumberbatch. Come on, Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch, I'm putting you on blast. I'm putting you on blast. You know you want to do it. You know you want to do it. Okay? Sherlock needs more fans on this side of the pond. Mm -hmm. We want to give it that Emmy that it so richly deserves. You got Rod for Scandal and Belgravia. Get on the show, and then all these Mm -hmm. people are going to come with you. Well, here's the thing about Cumberbatch, too. Like, if you don't know him, if you haven't watched Sherlock, if you haven't seen him, you don't know that this, like, very sweet little face has this really deep voice and is super sexy. So I I think it would help Sherlock, just saying. That cold, brilliant malevolence Mm -hmm. would be so good. Oh, yeah. And it would lead so nicely into Star Trek. Wouldn't it? Yes. Well, let's talk about the episode a little bit, too. I mean, I think one of the things that was interesting is that this episode felt like it was structured. I mean, I thought the plot line was cool and sort of interesting and the villain was fun and sort of interesting. But it really, to me, felt like it was that was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they really wanted to deal with this relationship of the Doctor and Clara. They really, like, that was sort of stitched together. I would say... Rather loosely. I would say more so than any Christmas special since... It's the most like the Christmas Invasion, where it really was, it was an episode in canon that just happened to take place on Christmas. Yeah. Right, right. And it happened to have kind of a fairy tale feel, you know, the TARDIS up in the clouds yeah. with this beautiful like staircase. Like Fantastic. You know, it, it, it definitely had that fairy tale feel uh, Moffat loves. In his Christmas specials to yeah. make them feel like like a bedtime like story. Like a Christmas yeah. bedtime yeah. story. But I would, yeah. s- I would say... Flash noir detective novel. Yes. <laughs> but I would say that the 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 overarching plot and the, the villain especially were really the weakest elements of the piece. It was. Absolutely. But, and, and Jenna Louise Although Coleman the was just nanny. so strong. Oh my God. The, uh, oh, the, ice, the ice governess <laughs> the is ice the governess. best part. <laughs> I, I remember I tweeted... Um, I was I was like, oh shit, governess! Like she's back. <laughs> it was so funny. Mary Poppins, she ain't. Uh-oh. No, she ain't. <laughs> she ain't at all. Governesses are terrifying. Yeah, I think the idea. It's funny because if I think the idea of governesses are terrifying, yes. you know. But I don't. And matrons and matrons, no. like anything. There's mm-hmm. something like about that. that that seems inherently creepy. But then, but then you think of Jane Eyre, and she was very nice. It's true. Well, the thing, the thing that really that I loved about it was. Um, Madam Fastra and Jenny and, Jenny. and oh. Stax. Oh, so funny. Yes. Oh, so good. Good evening. <laughs> good evening. I'm a lizard woman from the dawn of time, and this is my wife. That made me so happy. Made me so damn happy. She she just doesn't give an f. You know, she doesn't like, love her. She doesn't. She doesn't care at all. And like my favorite part is just that like she operates and nobody is like she operates in public. Nobody catches on. Nobody seems well, to care. And, and and that's the thing that can can sort of happen in the Doctor Who world. The fact that like not only is she a lizard woman from the dawn of time traipsing around London willy yeah. nilly, but she's married to a woman and nobody cares. Yeah. Like yeah. you can't even marry like with sadly, a potato man. You can't a, even do that yes. today. Strax just. Actually, a, I don't know what the what are what is the law in Britain. 
I have no idea. Actually, actually, I'm pretty, I think it might be legal actually huh. in Britain. But I don't think it was yeah. then. Yeah. So no. much more forward than yeah. us Britain. But I love that Strax just exists in in broad daylight, and people are just like, "Oh, he's just an ugly guy." Yeah. He's just a really, really <laughs> ugly, deformed Strax dude. He's so damn funny. He's so lucky to be employed. <laughs> like, yeah. I love that Strax's answer to everything is grenades. Yeah. I know. <laughs> you know, and like, he's the potato thing. Oh, and that scene <gasps> with the memory worm was so funny. Oh my oh god. My god. Yeah. <laughs> now we're just being silly. I know, Help, you're... sir! I've been attacked by a, by a cart, a carriage. I've been run over. It's just the thing. The thing about that, though, is that it was well. You've all right. So you've got your story. You've got this big dramatic thing going on with the doctor and Clara, and. It's so freaking funny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. but, but she's, and I think, uh, you know, we know that this is why she, she got the job. And it's funny if you think about, like, the storyline with the pawns. Um, you know, they, she is really funny. I think that Amy was funny, but had always more of an edge to her. Right. Yeah. She had a really traumatized childhood, as we know. It's mm-hmm. true. Um, her but, parents were sucked into, into a crack in the Exactly. Wall. Her parents were sucked into a crack it's in the wall. She was living with that monster beast, unbeknownst to her. The yes. doctor abandoned her. It was rough. On it was Amy. Ruth Stoof. Mm-hmm. Ruth Stoof on Amy. But Clara, there's a real lightness to her. Yeah. You know, yeah. like even the fact that even though she's dying all the time, but there's a yeah. lightness to her and, and like and a mischief. And a mischief. Here's yeah. what I would say. These are the two words that came to my mind when I watched this episode, and I think I hope that this dynamic carries out throughout the rest of her run. Yes, please. Screwball comedy. Yes. Yeah, it did feel like it that. It felt like, like Nick 40s. and Nora Charles. Nick, yep, totally. The yeah. thin, the mm-hmm. thin man, or or bringing up baby, or something like that. Yep. And and uh, Madame Vastra and Strax and Jenny, I think, fit right into yep. that light, playful, zippy. What about it happened one night? Ooh, Ooh. a little bit of that. Thank you. Nice, yes. nice, Thank you. nice pull. Like Let's not nice forget pull. that. <laughs> but no, I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking, oh, this is like very 40s kind of. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And I do hope that it it, it sort of made... I mean, I think that you have to evolve that a little bit if in order to... And, and I think that Moffat, one of the things that I... I'm just going to pick up everything. Yes. You um, just I think playing that, with coasters. <laughs> I don't play with the coasters for no good reason. <laughs> um, I think that one of the things that I really like about Moffat is that he, he does have that little bit of a dark edge to him that I, that I kind of... I appreciate. I'm. I am in the dark space of the three of us, so that we know Matt is now light and fuzzy. He is light and fluffy, Matt. Now, my, my. If I were to die in the pond, and it would come out looking a lot like the governess, if it would happen today. Oh God! Oh, snap. <laughs> All right, this is. Like I the- would hate Ice Roth. Ice Roth is terrifying. I am. I am a little scared of Ice Roth. Ice Roth would rip us to pieces <laughs> while telling us all about some kind of android theory, and then explaining how women's rights are going to work in an all. Robot planet. <laughs> that would that is oh my, my nightmare. Ice Roth is my nightmare. No, now I kind of want to see really, Ice Roth. That's a really <laughs> apt description of the space I'm in. <laughs> exactly. I really want to see Ice Roth, but I don't oh want God. a planet of robots. You know that. Yes. <laughs> That's where we're headed. Right That's now. where we're all Thank you, headed. Right, right. Thank you, Siri. We yeah. are. I'm so amused because last time, last time we were all together, yeah. Dark Matt was here. I know. Dark Matt was here, but and. But then he got laid. Oh, <laughs> that is that. Let's applaud that as well. Don't applaud it. You stop that right now. Okay? Totally applauding it. I need to remain relatable to our audience. Okay? Look. 
That's not what's important here. What's yes, important? What's important totally is important. that. What's important is that Ice Me then would have likely been angry. Now Ice Me would probably make you guys breakfast. I, no, I think that Ice You now would just be going for all the women. You'd be the guy in like the Blues Brothers. How much? How much for your women, your daughter? How much? Blues Brothers? Nobody, just me. I know. I was. I have seen you. the Blues Brothers. I do mm-hmm. not remember that part. Well, if I were, if I were Ice Jenna, um, I would be doing Snoopy Snow cone machines and make you all slushies. Aww. Aww. I love snow cones. Me too. And but slushies. <laughs> apparently, if we were all ice people right now, we would be living on a all like it would be why the last man on earth and the oh last my God, man. I love why like, the last man. Robot, too, like movie, robot. It, well, I think it should be a TV show. Anyway, other discussion. <laughs> it would be robot why the last man on earth with like a very feminist undertone, and the last man <laughs> would be Matt having all of the women. <laughs> And I don't want that <laughs> kind of responsibility. I'm going to say that yes, right now. Yes, no, I don't. You do. If there are two men left on earth and it's between me and another dude and it's all women, give it to that dude. Okay? Uh-huh. I know. I'm, I'm I, you're looking at me like like I'm lying, but I'm completely serious. That is way too much pressure cuz then I'd be dad to all the kids. Oh, there's that. They'd all have to be little versions of me and they would be so neurotic. <laughs> That we would be doomed. <laughs> we would all discussion. be doomed. Don't worry, because it's my ice planet, and I've got it well in hand, Matt. Okay. <laughs> I will parent the children. Okay. My ice people will parent the children. I I, I will take care of the pets. Uh, and you will give them the ice cream. I will yeah. give them the ice cream. Uh, the, the geek Matt just tweeted one of my favorite lines from the, snow, from the snowman. I'm the clever one. You're the potato one. Oh, it makes, I so love true. that line so yeah. much. It's so cute. Um, yes. This I I could not be happier with this episode. Really, I mean, like we've said, our little criticism is probably that that maybe the a couple <laughs> the, the 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 things that we're stitching together, Clara and the Doctor, were sometimes a little bit on the weaker side, but they weren't that weak. I mean, the Snowman had their charm, and I what I liked about it was him bringing in this idea of, and he's done this before. It's like this very you know the secret idea of yeah. your mm-hmm. thoughts creating, as we've just been discussing with our Ice Planet. <laughs> Um, our very frightening ice planet, your thoughts create your reality kind of an idea. It, but he does it in this way that is able to bring in this fantastical, whimsical monster. Yeah. Whimsical monster. Voiced by Ian McKellen. Yes. Voiced by Ian McKellen. Thank you very much. That was so, oh, I just, yeah. I would listen to him say anything and, all and, day long. And that was the cool thing about, um, about the great intelligence too is that it was its awareness of itself you yeah. know what I mean that that was so interesting to me that idea was interesting yeah. to me and it's interesting that since the doctor and the great intelligence have squared off before the great intelligence didn't recognize the doctor either which means mm-hmm. that this likely uh, th- this episode exists in the it's great, like a reboot. Well, no, in the Great Intelligence's time I- timeline. Right. This is before. The, this is the first time they've ever met. How is that? Wait. I don't know. I know. T- well, Wibbly or, wobbly things are happening. Yeah. Wait, that's you know what? It could be <laughs> the Doctor was erased from time, so that's why. Uh, yeah, the great it could be that. Right, right. Yeah, or it him. could be that Moffat is just simply choosing to ignore the fact that it's that's been true, in and canon. he has he has freedom to do it. He runs the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, okay, so you um, can do what you want, Moffat. It's <laughs> yes. your ice world. Yes, <laughs> we like his ice world. Um, so Steve Saylor just said, "Nice twist that the companion can die twice before becoming a companion." Want to know how? Yes. Yes. We, well, yes, we all want to know, know now. That is the question, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. Um, but I, but again, I don't think I think she exists. I think she's almost like a fourth dimensional being. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. she, you know, the doctor is still in some ways beholden. To time. Loosely, but he's still beholden to the laws of space and time. What are you giggling about? Sorry, because um, Father (laughs) Wizard just said Ice Roth and Fuzzy Matt is the name of an AM morning show in Uh Montana. I'm sorry, that's why I was laughing. That's really funny. (laughs) That's really, really funny. Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) Beholden to the the laws of space. He's beholden to the laws of space and time. Keep it together, ladies. (laughs) This is Doctor Who. This is serious business. This is the kind of pressure you're going to be under as the last man on my ice robot planet. Jesus Christ. I know. You have to keep wrangle all of us. No, I have to make some kind of like split second decisions about life life and death decisions that also involve me personally. Why? Let me ask you a question here, but why on a planet full of women and you're the only man would you think you have any control at all that's a very good point decisions because i'm i'm the only one with with a very different viewpoint with a very very different viewpoint and nice try (laughs) because i'm a precious commodity right that we own Mm -hmm. and control pretty much yeah see My and and you wonder why I'm not thrilled about the idea. When you make Ross it sound so planet. fun. Um, In any event, I liked. Uh, you, you'll you have a good time on our, on my ice planet. Don't worry. Okay, about Okay, let's get back to the show. Back to the show. I did like. I did like the. I don't think that she is. I think she stands outside of those rules. Just, I don't right. know how yet, but yes. I think that there's some way, and for some reason, she's just. And maybe that's there's the reason that there's that breaking continuity. I mean, maybe this really is its own thing. That's true. You know what I mean? That's a good idea. Um, but yeah, I don't think she's behold- which which is going to open up so many possibilities. Yeah. Now, I think a lot of people complained that it got confusing with River Song and they're matching the diaries. And I feel like this is another sort of high concept that could get confusing. Yeah, it could. But I, it could also be awesome and engaging. Yeah. Here's here's what I think. I think that this season, because it's it's they're trying to play it simpler, they're going to resolve some of those threads this year. Yeah. And maybe, yeah. maybe, just maybe, the thrust of the 50th anniversary episode thrust. is it's <laughs> the it's it's the last river episode. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's maybe. entirely possible because well, yeah. she's getting older. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. And, like she can't regenerate anymore. Well, let me. She her, died in that body. She died, but she died. But she died in the library. I mean, and we still have to kind of have that resolve as well. Right. Unless that we're somehow going to get back. I, and, and that's just not possible. I mean, she died in the library, so we have to figure out how that it, that happens for her. Unless the intelligence that's saved, unless we're doing a, a bot again. Yeah. yeah. You know, the intelligence that's saved in there is now in a new body. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, what, I, I think... Here, let, me, let me throw this at you guys. Throw it. Throw what it if the great intelligence is River Song? Well, that's possible. Mm. After she died in the library and her intelligence was saved on the on the library planet, somebody freed it and put it in a giant computer. Except that, and it's a, it's a, it's a half this is time. Ralph's worst, it, worst it nightmare. Doesn't, it is mm-hmm. because it's what's <laughs> happening with Siri, but it it. <laughs> It doesn't seem to totally fit River Song's personality. I know, but you know what? You spend ten thousand years stuck in a computer. You, you might go a little pretty, mad sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think this. I mean, I think really what it is, just in practical terms, yeah. I think that I think that these these days, um, <laughs> especially in a show like Doctor Who, there is a far more of a conversation between the show creators and the viewership and I think the conversation for a long time although I haven't necessarily agreed with it is that people weren't really happy with River Song and they weren't really happy with that relationship and they don't think that they suit you know and Mm -hmm. I think that he's going to try to find an elegant way um, to remove 
her from the equation of the show and give him him an opportunity to have this other love interest. I, that's what it feels like to me. One of the um, what were the clones called when in the when they were working with the acid and oh uh, the um, gangers the gangers yeah okay so I mean it's possible we're gonna put our new I mean just I'm thinking recasting because I think that was although I think honestly but then how does how does Clara fit into that though yeah. oh I'm just I'm just saying in terms of River yeah I so, think I think you, I think you she's can. just gonna go away I think she's going to go away it's a phase of the show yeah it's a phase of the show yeah where where we had this additional character and I think she's going to go away let's talk about the doctor for a second. Um, dark doctor. Dark doctor mm-hmm. is his state of mind. He's removed himself from humanity. An interesting choice of place to stay in Victorian mm-hmm. London yeah. for who knows how long. Did we get an age check in this episode? I, I don't, don't think we did. I don't think we got an age check. I, in this we know episode. that he's over twelve hundred years old. Now. Yeah. We know yeah. that he is oh, so he's between 1200 and potentially 1300 he might be a little older than that. You know, he's removed himself from society and then of course we have that great scene with uh with Clara and Madame Vastra, mm-hmm. the words sequence, the one word test. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, I loved that. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, here I we loved go. <laughs> Wait. I loved the idea of that test. I kind of want to take it one day. Yeah. You know, like, I just want to have that challenge. Um, I thought that was, like, a very poetic and beautiful notion. I thought her saying pond was a little inelegant. Okay. I thought it didn't totally, to me, make sense that she, you know, that she would... That would be necessarily the one word that she would come up that she would come up with right. Right. to convince him. It, it, I think it was fan base baiting. Sure, you know? it was oh, something yeah, totally. that people people would would squee over yeah. and then eventually forget about. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. But I do find the idea of that test kind of amazing, and I'm going to come up with some ways to put you two. Oh dear for God. that challenge. I, I'm down Snow for cones. the challenge. I'm down for the challenge. I don't think we can fit it into this show. Snow cones is always may- gonna be my answer. Maybe the first one back. Snow cones is gonna yeah, be Yeah, and, and the, like from the Snoopy Snow Cone machine, like it there's a there's a dash, so no, it is technically you one can't word. Have an explanation. Well, I know, but I'm just explaining why yeah, it's one word okay. and not two. It's one word. Right, okay. Right, right. Words. Words. Oh no, no, with the snow cone machine, there is a dash. Words. Mm-hmm. Words. Oh dear God, um, guys, <laughs> we're gonna need to wrap up soon. So let's do a little little prediction. Mm. Yes, stuff. let's. And now your After Buzz TV predictions. I guess we're sort of combining this with news because we have been sort of predicting. Yeah, the we, whole time. we really have. Um, you you start. Okay. Um, I think that we we've got this big Clara Oswin mystery to to solve. I know we're starting in modern day. Um, we've got a few things off world. We've got some stuff in the past. I know we're going to see uh, Madame Vostra and Jenny and Strax again, which is really really exciting and fun. Um, I love the new TARDIS, and I think we're going to I think we're going to see some parts of older TARDISes show up in the Journey to the Center of the TARDIS mm-hmm. episode, kind of like how in The Doctor's Wife we saw the, um, you know, 9 and 10 mm-hmm. TARDIS interior. I-, I would love to see the wood panel TARDIS return from, uh, from Tom Baker years. And uh, I think in the I think in the last episode of the season we're going to I think we're getting the David Tennant cameo I think we're going to get I it. think we, we are, are too yeah and I I think we're going to get it I wish we could have conclusive proof that we weren't going to get it so that it would shock me when we do get it he but was, we're going to get he it. was having I mean there was an interview where they were t- they were having dinner and I think that they keep 
in touch as Moffat and Tennant. Yeah. And talking about the monsters this season. And, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> you know, and also uh, Jenna Louise Coleman said that there's a monster this season that's new, that's her favorite yep. one. Even more she, than the angels. Even more than the angels. She won't say what it is, but we have that to look forward to. I mean, but I just, there was something about just the fact, I was like, okay, fine, they keep in touch, they're good friends, but they're pretty busy guys, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? If they're having dinner, it's also business, probably. Mm-hmm. She, I have no idea, but this is what I'm making up because I want the David Tennant cameo, and I, I, do, I do think that we are going to get that. I do not think that Clara will die every week. I think it would. it's just too silly. Yeah. It's just too silly for her to die every single week, but I also don't think that it's just going to be contemporary Clara, and that's it. Yeah, I, I have to agree with that. I don't think it's just going to be contemporary Clara. There has to be, there has to be a little bit more to it. I did want to mention something here because um, on the Mary Sue, which is a site that I, I really do like, um, there are five classic doctors are returning for the Doctor Who's 50th anniversary radio show. Oh. So we're going to have Tom Baker, Peter Davidson, Colin Baker, um, Sylvester McCoy, um, Paul McGann. Um, and it, it's the big finish audio drama, Doctor Who, The Light at the End. We're also going to have a bunch of um, companions. We're getting Leela, Nisa, Perry, Ace, and Charlie. Harry's back. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's go and kill So just thought I'd throw that out there. And I also do want to mention that they're um, releasing um, all these famous children's authors are doing short stories oh, yeah. based on yeah. Doctor Who. Um, I know the I, Artemis Fowl authors mm-hmm, doing Whose one. name I can't pronounce. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that one, and it's going to be one a month. So that I one's out. I heard that J.K. Rowling was doing one. That's the rumor. Nobody really knows yet. Okay. But it is a I, I hope so. I will purchase and read the crap out of that. Yeah. I, I also would do this. Well, no. It's it's they're releasing one story a month and then they're going to release it as one book right. of yeah. short stories. Right. Okay. Well, I I I want JK. Me too. Right. I mean, there Me these too. are some wonderful authors, but I'm not going to lie. I crashed a wedding for that seventh Harry Potter novel mm-hmm. that happened. I stood around what? with a lot of children. <laughs> okay. In costume. Good to know. Not weird at all. No. Oh. All right. With a snow cone for everyone. And on my ice planet, you can expect to immerse yourself in Harry Potter too. Boo! Yeah. <laughs> Boo! I want to live on your ice planet Thank a little bit. I don't, and I think we should leave it there. <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> All right, guys. So thank you for um, for joining us. Make sure you go to iTunes and rate us well, please, and leave us nice comments, and we will comment back at you. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Jenna Bush, B-U-S-C-H, like the beer, not the president. You can find Cocktails with Stan on um, YouTube.com slash World of Heroes, and I write lots of stuff for Fanhattan.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at J- where oh shit I changed my Twitter name forgive me <laughs> I am Roth Cornett R O T H C O R N E T on Twitter and I, you can find my work on IGN where I am an entertainment editor. All right, uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Matt Lieberman M A T T L L I E B E R M A N. Uh, if you love lo- live comedy and you're in the Los Angeles area, I host a live free improv show every Woo! Friday night called Danger Room at 8801 Cashio Street from 8 to 10.30 p.m. Uh, I also do uh, sketch comedy. If you love sketch comedy, go to, uh, it's called Viewers Like You TV on YouTube. Sweet. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Thank you. (laughs) From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz Buzz you later. later. 
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 